The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and, of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Welcome back to On The Rag. It is, what month is it? August. August August edition um, of a monthly podcast, hoping to make it more frequent. Um, So if you've got thoughts on that, do let us know. If you want more rag content, it's going to go against the once a month gag, which is my main concern. But you've got to sacrifice some laughs sometimes. Yeah. Well, you know, there's three of us, so we could have at least three on the rag moments per month. True. Not me. I run my pills together. <laughs> and okay, I don't, I don't do them. But in theory. Well, I am like clockwork. So <laughs> now that we've got that out of the way, um, my name's Alex Casey. I'm joined as always by Michelle Court. Hello. And Leonie Hayden. Got it. So it's been a huge month. I sent through, I tried to make a list of things that have happened to women in August and it was immense, um, just within New Zealand, not not only the world. So where should we start? I kind of want to start with the housewives because I want to start with a disclaimer that I have spent this morning with Anne, the champagne lady, at Goose Creek at her olive oil estate. Amazing. And I have been absolutely ploughed with champagne from 10am. I'm really envious. I would love to spend a day at her place. <laughs> She's my favourite one so far. She's really, really great. Yeah. I she- like the ha, 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 ha laugh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's not even trying all that hard to make that convincing, that laugh, is she? Well, she no. doesn't laugh with her eyes, which no. is weird because she yeah, is a very sort of happy, she seems to be quite happy and joyful, but she laughs without laughing properly, which is I'll tell you why. Spooky. I'll tell you why. She told me in the car, her... her <gasps> In her Porsche, Reveal. she picked me up from my, my from my flat. Your life is so different from mine. She picked you up from your flat in a Porsche. I was like, "Do not look at anything, and we need to bolt out of here because there is a leak in the ceiling <laughs> and there is mold everywhere." Well, so your street is like super narrow and like speed bumpy. Yeah, yeah. That Porsche oh, she had definitely a hard dinged time. it like a lot. I was kind of concerned. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, yeah, pinballing. Just like that's fine. Like Down just the road. keep going. Um, but we got to talking about. Um, aging really quickly because there's a lot of the housewives in real housewives there's a lot of conversation around botox and blah 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 and the episode coming um tuesday night there is julia treats herself to a vampire neck treatment where you get your own plasma re-injected back yeah, into your yeah, neck yeah 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 because that'll work oh, God. yeah because that's fine and that's she normal. she shared her tips like so she and says she's never had any of it done and she says my tip is i sleep on my back <laughs> 
Oh, okay. So gravity mm. pulls your face flat. Yeah. Tight. So that's her one thing. She says she slept on her back um, with her arms crossed over her chest like she's in a coffin. <laughs> I don't know if that correlates to the anti-aging. It's not upside down or just, in, a, in a cupboard. I don't, okay. I, I don't think so, but she did not show me her room, so I'm not sure. Um, and her other tip, which kind of wow. speaks to this more, is she said her mother always told her, um, what was it? She said, um, make few expressions... And when you do, make it a good one. <laughs> Facial expression? Wow. Yeah. So just keep yourself really still. Don't smile with your eyes. And you <gasps> see it when you watch the show oh, now. You're like, oh my God. like that. No that's... laugh lines. Exactly. She's just keeping her face Whoa. still. So, but, okay. I don't I, recommend it. I cannot get on board with it. <laughs> I, you know, not even sleeping on my back. I can't. I just have to sleep how I want also, to sleep. Also, someone once told me that if you crying. sleep on your back, then that makes your boobs saggier. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I guess it's just a trade-off. Yeah. Face or boobs. Face or boobs. Pick it now, ladies. I had a friend who used to sleep. She, she used to, like, um, be quite obsessed, like, quite paranoid and quite, like, military. Like, she'd have these military night terrors where she'd jump up and suddenly be in a war situation. And anyway, this fed into this anxiety that she had where she slept on her back with a bra resting on top of her boobs in the, in the case that there was an emergency and she'd need to run but she couldn't run without having a bra on. She didn't want her boobs to get saggy in this emergency, like, military situation. So she just slept with a perch there. Perch there ready to go. Oh, no, it was just like... That is a lot of preparation for something that's not going to happen. No, it was was quite an Anne approach to to life, I think. All these preemptive measures. Wow. Wow. But anyway, housewives. Yeah. What do you what do you make of it? Well, so okay, so I have been completely suckered into it, and I love it. I hate reality TV, and because uh, uh, it moves too slowly, and um, and I can't connect with anybody. And what's wrong with hiring some script writers to? tell a really nice story with a dramatic arc and some character development and you know some thematic devices and it's fantastic it romps along I'm I'm the the, the stone woman what's her name Angela, Angela I don't think she's real do you think that she's like Naz and they made her up they created her because if mm. she wasn't there nothing would be going on it's true I don't know I haven't She's like, I, I googled, no, I had to google her to see she... Just because, you know, you'd only meet her once to know that she's like a terrifying lizard lady and then go, well, that's going to be good TV. Right. Because mm. she, that smile. She won't stop the, smiling. Oh, God, she's really scary. But also she's kind of, you know, like she was saying, using the word lethargic instead <laughs> yeah, of cathartic. Yeah yeah. 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 And just like silly little stuff like that, you'd be like, oh, she's going to be great. Come on. And then, of course, she probably exceeded everyone's expectations by being psycho yeah but she's the, it all everything all the moving forward of the plot happens because she makes it happen yeah, which makes me feel like she's a plant yeah it's just too good to be true yeah, yeah. there's the thing about it's the so much show. drama for only two episodes so far and i've been promised that it gets just better and better and better i yeah. think one of the future episodes they had to take a housewife aside and have a private screening for her to run it past her to make sure it was okay <laughs> that kind of level of <laughs> Tenseness. Wow. Uh, it's just so un New Zealand. Really? Like, it's like, it, it fits. It's, well, I don't know a lot about the franchise as a whole, but it seems to me like I was just like, hey, I didn't know these people existed, which yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Like, it's this window into the world that you'd never otherwise see. Yeah. And regardless of if there was a show made about them or not, they're still going to be there. 
So I kind of think like maybe making them visible has a purpose, like because I find mm. it quite disgusting. Oh, I agree. I think <laughs> yeah. it's great for the world to know that this is where a huge portion of the country's wealth is. Mm. Yeah, uh, that's where it is. That's and that's what they do with it. Yeah. Can I just chuck this in there though? One of the things that occurred to me, I binge watched it on Friday in Timaru in a motel while I was waiting for the heater to do something um, before <laughs> I went out to do a gig. My life is all about the glamour. What a bad heater. So it was terrible. So I watched it on my iPad and I almost, I wanted to ring the people who were running the event that I was emceeing and say, I'm sorry I can't make it because I haven't <laughs> finished episode two yet. Here's one of the things that it suddenly occurred to me because I could feel myself really enjoying it. It completely and totally 100% passes the Bechdel test. 100%? Yeah. They don't talk about men. So they, they talk about each other and themselves and they do not discuss, they don't even uh, so far discuss their relationships in any way. Yeah. It's all about who's in the room or who's not in the room that they, you know, it's mm. women talking about women and yeah, I'm fascinated by it. And when the men do appear... They are not framed in a very no, um, flattering they way. They are way all. low status, really yeah. low status. There's um, Cuddly Bear seems nice. Cuddly Bear seems good, actually, to be fair. Um, but has got some I good dance moves. Julia Sloan's husband. Oh, is the I, buy the I, I buy the pants, I get so into I the get pants. I get in the pants, yeah. yeah. And it's just those little like Julia. things you see and you just go, oh, you know? It's yeah. such a skin crawl thing. And I think it's a really interesting insight into that weird dynamic yeah. that might happen in there. The other thing that happened the other night that I guess directly relates to what we talk about on the regular was um, Michelle trying to discourage her daughter from a certain sport because it made you muscular in a way mm -hmm. that models shouldn't be. Mm. That was the low point of both of the episodes that I've seen so far. Like, you know, the throwing the wealth around, the being bitchy to each other, whatever. But when she said that to her fucking 12-year-old yeah. daughter... yeah. yeah. I almost gave up on the show. I'm, I'm still, I still feel like I need to express that somehow yes. to the people in charge or her, to her, to her. Yeah, but because... I don't want to be one of those losers just trolling people on Twitter, <laughs> going, oh, "You're such a fucking bitch for saying that to your daughter." There's got to mm. be like a more productive way of having that conversation with her and her daughter than just being a cock on the internet. Yeah. Just air them out on a podcast. Because <laughs> what is oh, delightful yeah. about all of them is that they are living life on their own terms. Yeah. To mm. some degree. I mean, you know, they're products of their era and whatevs. Yeah. But so they've made choices. They, they're constantly making choices about how they live and present themselves. And then when you see them doing something as yeah. conventional and conservative and damaging and restrictive as... Don't play. Don't do gymnastics because it'll make you chunky, yeah. mm. muscular, and that's, that's not terrible. feminine. That's, I even saw yeah. someone on the internet defending her, saying, "Well, the girl did say she wanted to be a model, so that's just realistic." And it's like, but she, in the same breath, just said she also wanted to be a gymnast. So mm. it's her mother who's decided to prioritize model because yeah. she was a model. Yeah. It's not like this child has said that's the only thing I want to be in my life. Clearly. She's 12. She's probably said yeah. that she wanted to be an astronaut, astronaut, and a marine biologist, and a truck and driver, black and a yeah, all the things. Michelle also told me to stop eating bread and rice at lunch with her. Oh, yeah. I hate it. Um, and I took that quite hard. Yeah, yeah. I didn't listen, but yeah. now it's always going to be there. Was it know? a was it a you Alex shouldn't eat bread and rice, or was it was humans shouldn't eat bread and rice? I think it was human advice. Well, no, I think it was like woman advice. Oh, okay. It was about keeping keeping it tight, or whatever, oh. keeping it slim. 
And also just saying, if you eat rice, you're going to need colonics forever. And I was like, I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true. I've never been eating rice for I ages. I think it's a staple of a lot of countries' diets, and they think they've just survived just colonics all over mm. Asia all the time. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, also, another good thing about this show, woman of age. Yes. On the tally. Yes, mm. and. Yes, they are of wealth and they are of privilege, but when yeah. else do we see that? It's yeah. so rare. And this is kind of like, even with The Bachelor, it's like New Zealand doesn't make a lot of things with women in them for women. Mm-hmm. Like, in reality TV is largely a female audience. And I think it's really cool. Like, it's kind of like our rugby, you know? <laughs> for, for, some, for the majority, yeah. obviously some women love rugby, some women hate reality TV, but it's kind of, there's not a lot of room in traditional New Zealand culture for this kind of stuff. Yeah. And people like to shit on it, sure, but <laughs> people like it. That's the thing is that women are watching it and women are enjoying it and women are talking yeah. about it. I, the, uh, the other observation is that I am tempted to talk about all of the women on it as though they're characters that have been invented. Like, you know, I've told you that I, I think <laughs> Angela is in a, a, con, a construct yeah. who had to be invented to keep it. But I do, there's part of me that just, I feel terrible for talking about these people because they're real. They like yeah, they go home to well they go yeah they go home to a mansion to one of their homes one of their homes <laughs> which home Goose Creek I don't know <laughs> apartment on the Vardar but yeah it's weird I I mean I'm I'm sort of there's, I'm slightly horrified at myself that I am engaging with this program as though they are mm. fictitious characters when actually they're real people but there you go they put themselves up for it mm. but ugh, I don't know and it's all storyline and it's all massaged and also they don't give a shit that's the thing that's, that's kind of good about it so it, liberating to watch that yeah it's not yeah. like there's a difference in like say the bachelorettes that are just regular people who have thrown themselves into a nightmare situation these are women who are just living their lives who have already you know they're just settled and they're happy and yeah. they can kind of give or take the show either way is my impression of them so not that oh, i'm saying good. you can rip into them but yeah. i'm no. saying it's refreshing to see like this is really feel frank but better about sort of stages of disgust that I go through whilst watching <laughs> them. Yeah, they yeah. don't they're not bothered. They're not bothered. No. Yeah. Though so probably Gilda probably doesn't care that I think she's awesome either. No, that's the downside of it. She is awesome, isn't she? She's she great. just she was just like so like, I don't give a fuck what you think. And yeah. it was just really refreshing. Yeah. Cool to see women swearing. Yeah, that's true. On the telly. Yeah. I actually um Gilda was, I mean, other than Louise Wallace, Gilda was the only one out of all of them who I was aware of to begin with because she was sort of the young, beautiful socialite on the scene for a very long time, especially sort of in the 2000s, obviously, when she was sort of pre-children and going out and about without her um, elderly husband. And I remember I was doing the door for a gig and she showed up and I was like, oh, there's that it girl I bet she's going to demand to get in for free or something because I checked and she wasn't on the list. And so her and a group of people came up and said, oh, we're on the door. And I had a look again and I was like, oh, I'm sorry that you're not on the door. And I was like, oh, here we go. And she was so cool about it. She was like, oh, that's cool. Don't worry about it. I don't know. And I was like, oh, I'll try, I'll, I'll try and get you in. <laughs> she's like, no, no, just whatever's fine. It's fine. And I was like, oh, man. It's just so cool about it. I wanted to get her in, which is, I guess, how these things work. Yeah, probably. Yeah. You catch more flies with honey. <laughs> <laughs> Love Gilda. Anything yeah. else yeah. in the housewives before we move on? No. no. Unless you want to give us some spoilers. What's happening? What's going to happen seen, tonight? Because you've seen... There's a lot of it's cats Monday. coming. There are so many cats coming. You've seen one more episode than we have. Yeah. Um, 
Gilda has another real fire moment, yes. like she does with um, the, you know what I've heard about you? Not a fucking Not thing. Not a fucking thing. <laughs> it's just so good. Like, I just wish I could be half that articulate, you know? Just say exactly what you mean. Yeah. All the time. Zingers. Yeah. Zingers for days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, otherwise, this month, Olympics have been on, guys. Hooray. Who's, been, who's been tuning in? Not me. No. I don't, I don't have Sky. I don't have Sky. So I, I haven't watched. I've only watched a couple of clips mm. of people doing cool things after the fact. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't given much opportunity to watch anything randomly, mm-hmm. which is a shame because that's one of my favourite things about the Olympics is just... Stumbling at, across the ribbon gymnastics. Yeah, ribbon gymnastics and synchronised swimming and diving and didn't get to do any of that. Yeah. There's been a lot of coverage of various examples of sexism and stuff in the yeah. Olympics. And I wondered, is it because we're getting better at recognising that? Or is this just a really bad year? I would like to think a lot has changed uh, for women's voices in the media in the last four years. Mm. Four years is a long time. That's true. Well, I guess it's only been two since the Winter Olympics, but um, four years is a Can't long time. Can't wear a short skirt at the Winter Olympics, though. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> or at the Thank God, because it's apparently. distracting. Yeah. yeah. Imagine seeing a lady's thighs while the swimming's going on. That's <laughs> just ridiculous. Yeah. Don't don't mind her male co-host with very sh- short shorts yeah. on, though. I thought they looked inappropriate. Manly. He looked like he was 12. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this is this was one of the first things that happened. This was just a... Was it an English presenter? Just kind of sitting around a table in front of the uh, the swimming pool where there was going to be people wearing very small Speedo-type yeah. mm. undies. But yeah. those are fine. Bear in mind, it was very, very hot there. Yeah, and, and they were English, so they've never been hot before. I'm <laughs> <Yes. laughs> like, surprised she's wearing I'm anything. my pants yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there was uproar. Twitter went to town on her for wearing a short skirt. Yeah. yeah. Whilst doing her job. And it was very short, but it looked fucking cool. It was a cool dress. Yeah, she looked great. Yeah, great. And her male co-host was wearing shorts, quite short shorts, as yeah. far as these things go. I mean, they weren't speedos, but they were pretty short shorts because it's hot. Yeah, seems very sensible. Dressing for the appropriateness of the climate. There are so many gross screen grabs of her. Um, oh, people are weird. People have like zoomed in. It's so disgusting. And see, yes, women on the telly and what they wear. I I always will love um, Karl Stefanovic. We talked about this before, the guy from Channel 9's uh, The Today Show in Australia, who wore the same suit every day for a year. Yeah, amazing. And nothing happened. No one noticed. Because he just got sick of people daily emailing about what his co-host was wearing, Mm -hmm. a woman. So he wore the same fairly hideous, I have to say, blue (laughs) suit. Blue suit, yeah. Apparently he um, a couple of times took it to the dry cleaner, so he wore something else that looked quite similar. And nobody noticed. Not a single person for a year. I wish so deeply within myself that there was a female equivalent of the suit. Yes. Just for Mm. for presenting the news, like I always do. They nailed that shit, didn't they? It's just like it would take so much stress off. You know exactly how to be formal. Yeah. yeah. You know how to like what to wear to a business meeting. What are you going to wear? A pair of trousers and a shirt. That's it. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess it could also just be the suit. True. But when a if woman I came in wearing a suit, a suit it, it looks a it's a different thing. It's a whole different beast, isn't it? I mean, look at that's what Hillary Clinton's trying to do yeah. with the pantsuit. The pantsuit. What What's the difference between a pantsuit and a women's suit? Are they the same thing? I think they're pretty much the same. Right. Because Why the original suit used to be that there's a pant involved it, <laughs> with the, women and not men. Because women used to wear a suit which was a matching jacket and skirt, and skirt, which was also known in my 
grandmother's era as a costume. What? Yes, she had a costume. She had, she had a blue costume and a black costume. Fascinating. Yeah. And then when women started wearing trousers in the 60s, um, yeah, so then that, that was a pantsuit. Mm. Mm. I wore a suit last year to the magazine Publishers Awards. Um, a lady's sort of tailored kind of number. My flatmate works at a kind of a high-end um, lady retailer store. And it was the best I've ever felt at like a <coughs> do yourself up pretty and go to a, an awards thing. Yeah. I think it's just having pockets as well. Yeah. Like a oh, nice tailored pant, a, a high-heeled shoe and a pocket. Yeah. It just, you can stand with confidence without sort of having to like hold on to a handbag or worry about what you're doing with your hands or if your skirt's clinging to your bum weird or whether you've tucked your skirt into your pantyhose when you're in the I did that at the cannons yeah tucked it right on in it was crazy. Did you? I was wearing those long, like the Bridget Jones, right up to your, your eyeballs kind of undies to keep it all sucked in. <laughs> and then I had tights on top of that. So there were you... two opportunities for me to screw this up. Had you at some point in your life eaten rice and bread and so you uh, had to wear a yeah. sucky and Bridget? I'm wearing one right now, forever. Uh, no one can ever don't. know about the carbs. Well, don't do that. <laughs> it's just your punishment then for eating yeah. all that rice. Yeah. Do you remember uh, Helen Clark got into a huge amount of trouble when she met? Who did she meet? Was it the and she was wearing trousers because she only ever wore trousers mm. and she got eviscerated oh, in the media for wearing that. trousers to meet Helen. somebody it's like that's what she always wears that's yeah. what she wears she didn't. so you're damned if you wear a short skirt you're yeah. damned if you wear trousers make every friggin exactly. mine yeah exactly yeah um who was that woman going back to the olympics there was that amazing swimmer Sorry to go back to periods again. <laughs> yeah. But she, oh, the Chinese swimmer. She was amazing, eh? So just during a kind of, was it post-swim post interview? Yeah, it was a, yeah. after a relay event. Um, and she thought she had let her team down because she had a sore tummy because she got her period last night. Yeah. And it was just amazing. And she mentioned it because that's what you do. Like if she had a sore ankle, she would have mentioned it. Yeah. True. And, you know, the old Margaret Cho joke, if any of the men in the pool had been bleeding out of their penis, they would have mentioned it as well. <laughs> yeah. And then she was thing. also really quick to say, you know, but it's my, it's on me. I didn't, I didn't swim fast enough. I can't blame that. Which is just, that's the female experience through and through, isn't it? Mm. So you've got this perfectly valid reason for being in pain and feeling like shit and maybe not being quite as awesome mm. as usual, but then you're still like, nope, nope, that was on me. Yeah, it's all my fault. Yeah, she was great. She was very refreshing throughout. Yeah. What a moment just to say that. Yeah. Like, it doesn't happen very often. Mm. Yeah. Bless her. Bless her. She's a yes queen, actually. She's a yes yeah. queen. If we're doing that. If we're doing that. Why not? Um, there was also just a whole lot of other stuff of um, crediting coaches and husbands <laughs> yeah. uh, for women's success. There was that amazing moment where they <laughs> there was a someone set world record. Katinka is her name, Katinka Hozu, I hope I'm saying that right. And the commentator kind of zoomed in on her husband and he was like, and there's the man that made it all happen <laughs> while she was still in the pool after setting a world responsible. record. Um, right, it's amazing. I actually put up on the, uh, on the RIG Facebook page um, a really great piece from um, 
uh, Laura Bates, who's a writer for The Guardian. Actually, she can be my Yas Queen for this mm. month as well. Um, who also runs the Everyday Sexism Project. She did this really great summary of um, sexist um, language and media coverage from the Olympics, and she awarded medals to people. And some of my favourite ones... Um, so the, one of the categories was most blatant prioritising of men's achievements over women's. <laughs> she gave the silver medal to the headline that relegated Katie Ledecky's record-breaking gold medal win to a small print subtitle beneath the news of Michael Phelps tying for silver. Right. And then the gold medal to the dehum- dehumanising headline that failed even to name swimmer Simone Manuel, the first african-american swimmer won a gold medal in the pool after she won a gold medal in the 100 meter freestyle instead the tweeted headline ran olympics michael phelps shares historic night with (laughs) african-american no these things are real things that happened in real media during the real life and there was another headline where um the woman who won the gold didn't get her name in the headline. She was the wife of a oh, doo-doo football doo-doo player football? or something. Yeah, yeah that's wife right. of Chicago Bears. And it, it made me have... I had a little think about it because there used to be those moments where some really successful business man, at some point everybody would go, and here's the power behind the throne, the little lady. But it was a completely different... In terms of status, you know, mm. that power behind the throne, she made sure his shirts were ironed and he was well fed so that he could perform yeah. well in meetings. But this is a different thing from that. It's not, he wasn't, like, her Her husband wasn't making her win because he took care of all the domestic responsibilities or cared yeah. for the children mm. or made sure she ate right. It was because he strategized and planned it and made her focus on it yeah. so yeah. It's, a, it's a whole different thing it's not just flipping the gender it's, yeah. it's a different thing mm. and it happens all the time yeah. like as we've seen there was another I think another thing that was kind of interesting was on Twitter there was that image that was I think during the volleyball and it was a, a team I think maybe like a German team you know what I'm talking yes, about yeah, and then no, a team that the had, woman in the, in the skimpy togs and the woman in the mm. hijab yeah yeah, and it was kind of like someone did this tweet that went massive and it was kind of like, this is freedom on one side, oppression on the yeah. other. Which one do you want to choose, woman? Or something. And yeah. it was like yeah. just a real deep like yeah. <laughs> misunderstanding of And the headline choices. was Bikini yeah. versus Burka. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of women were pointing out that's not actually a burka she's wearing. She's wearing yeah. a hijab. She's just got a head hair she's covered. Head covered. Mm. It's just yeah, so and I, try, I got engaged, I, I trolled a dude um, who thought that, that they were making a good point uh, and said that I don't really, he was saying the woman on the right in the bikini had all the choices in the world and the woman on the left in the hijab had no choices and I trolled him and said, you know what, I don't think that every woman who's n- not Muslim has the, uh, is free to wear a bikini. Mm. There are lots of women who aren't free. Yeah. Society says they're not uh, supposed to be wearing bikinis because they're too old, too big, too whatever it is. So, yeah. So it's not yeah. just about being non-Muslim and therefore free. Yeah. Mm. Also, someone else pointed out, the German team had to wear that uniform. Yeah. They actually didn't yeah, have any choice. No. Whereas yeah. the woman that in the hijab chose to wear that because her teammate was not wearing that. Yeah. So... The opposite is actually true yeah, at right. the end of the day, which that's is right. She weird. was exercising more 
personal choice. Yeah. 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 I'm just so sick of like this whole the setup of the the two kinds of women. Like I saw that this is like completely unrelated, but West Side (laughs) West Side Twitter, the official West Side Twitter for season two, did like a picture of um Antonia Preble as whatever her character is, Rita. And it was like in a world of Kardashians, be a Rita. Oh yeah, that's a really common meme at the moment. I was like Yeah, there was another one of like it was a Stevie Nicks one, I think. Like people yeah. do it a lot, kind of holding up this particular type of. Woman. I saw one was like in a world of Kardashians, be a Janis Joplin. It's like, well, <laughs> she spiraled out of control as an alcohol and drug addict, and then killed herself. So yeah, don't do that. It's yeah, like, don't make me. T- I'm gonna choose to be a Kardashian. Versus bloody Rita yeah. from Westside. What are you talking about? Janice also, got- there's more <laughs> options than that. Yeah. Yes, two. please. Janice got completely fucked over by the entertainment world. Yeah, uh, yeah that's so, true. So no. Um, Can I also say the thing that really makes me want to spit things is that the people who are, um, who most often talk about how the hijab or the burqa are oppressive of women are people who couldn't give two fucks about any of the other oppressions that yeah. women deal with. Yeah. Mm. It's always some dude going, fucking make me a cup of tea while I explain to you how lucky you are <laughs> that I'm allowed to see your face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because at the end of the day, it's actually... Uh, it's anti-Muslim sentiment. It's yeah. got nothing to do with mm. protecting the rights of women. They couldn't care less. Yeah. Um, and being anti-Muslim, obviously, is the um, the hot thing to do right now, as the French are so succinctly portraying to the rest of the world at the moment. I find that it's so weird, the, the law against a bikini. I find it so bizarre. It's insane that... But- yeah. Officers of the law would come down onto the beach and, and stand so over extreme. a woman. Take those clothes What's off. What's happening? What's fucked? What's happening? Because, I mean, I, it is simply for what it represents. It's got nothing to do with the clothing itself. And again, yeah. it's just policing of women's bodies as if they have no agency, you mm. know. And it's like, fine, like, if you are scared of, like, terrorist attacks from from Muslim people, then do all you can to protect your country from those things. But making, like, humiliating a middle-aged woman on Mm. on the beach for just doing what feels right to her is not... You're not protecting the freedom of your country. All you're doing is humiliating a woman. And if you want to radicalise young Muslims, one of the best ways to (laughs) do it would be to Mm. tell their mums while you're wearing guns that they have to take their clothes off in public. Oh, how are these people being radicalised? It just doesn't make any sense to me. What are they so mad about? Um, I was encouraged, though, to see that there were, like, protesters... The pro- woman who protested and lay down on the beach in full motorcycle gear and helmets <laughs> just to be like, fuck you all. Yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> yeah, there's always there's always those kinds of encouraging moments. But it, it feels like it's regressing, right? Like, yeah. where does, where does that come from? There was that, I don't, and I don't, maybe there are problems with this image, I'm not sure, but there was another thing on Twitter that was a side-by-side of the um, man measuring a woman's, the length of her swimming togs and like, I don't know, I guess... 20s, yeah, maybe the yeah. 1920s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it was like we've. It's, it's been a couple of years since then, guys. Yeah. This yeah. is just this again. Let's not regress in a different way. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just it's a bloody nightmare. Yeah. Let's have a segment, shall we? Yeah. Cool tips of the Wait. month. On that. On that note, who's got some tips to share? Oh, can from I? August? Can I just do an update on my cool tip of July, <laughs> which was if you have a 
um, fluffy woolly cardigan that sheds all over things, as I did do. Um, Dark egg blue, I think we agreed it was. Uh, and it just covered everything that was black in fluff. So I read that you could put it in the freezer and then take it out of the freezer and it wouldn't shed anymore. What happened? We're on the edge of our seats. Still sheds like a motherfucker. <laughs> and also it's, it's really cold to put on. So I tried it a couple of times. I tried it overnight. Just uh, Well, it was longer than overnight because I forgot I did it. So a few days later I went to get something out of the freezer, like some chicken nuggets for the grandchild. And, and there was a cardigan, a blue fluffy cardigan Are in you the putting freezer. it in a bag? Well, I or did the second loose? time. I, I just did it loose the first time. I was going to get those like, fluffy nuggets so as well. Good. Yeah, I got corn cobs with fluff <laughs> all over them. Uh, so the, the second time I just did it for uh, a couple of hours in a plastic bag. And then you're supposed to take it out. I read more. Take it outside <laughs> and shake it. And, um, and and whatever doesn't fly off in the breeze is never going to fly off. It's oh, bullshit. It's Slam. Myth busted. Yeah. yeah. So don't destroy. stick your caddy in the freezer. That's all I'm saying. What about you, Leonie? Um, I was reminded, this is an old tip that's been doing around for ages, but I was reminded of how good a one it is um, when I was stealing toiletries from a hotel room recently. <laughs> um, the shower caps, because no one wears a shower cap anymore. Um, I, 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 I do. Used to, oh, do you? Yeah. Yeah, what's oh that? God, you guys are amazing. I I've just, got a special I one that looks like a Carol Burnett um, mop lady <laughs> hat. I bought it specially because it looks like that. I used to wear them at every opportunity as a kid just because I liked the sound of it hitting my head. <laughs> yeah. And the magic of then coming out of the shower with the dry hair. <laughs> yeah. But I can't say I really ever used one as an adult. But I steal them from hotel rooms and then when I'm travelling in the future, I put my shoes in them. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. That's a great tip. So that's my tip that I just remembered when I saw the shower caps at a hotel it's room recently. Good. And I was like, what do I use these for? <gasps> that's right. And then I went over night on a trip somewhere and I got to put on my shoes and shower caps. If you're also they're also really handy if you're taking a bowl of dip. Oh yeah. Well you can get shower caps. Like glad wrap shower. Yeah but you have to buy those. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's stolen is best. I just use the shower caps. I use them for that too. And a lot of hotels aren't providing them anymore. I'm not even drunk. Um, Providing them anymore. So um, Leone's got to. So I get really excited when I find a hotel (laughs) that's got them. In what situation do you wear a shower cap that you can't just sort of like lean back? I'm not doing that. Do you have to sort of be totally immersed? Yeah, I'm like big on like I love like face water. Yeah. Yeah, but you can do that by just putting your face up to the water. And no. then it doesn't have to go on your hair if you like no, angle your face around. It. No, and when my hair gets wet, it goes frizz. So I'm quite right, keen to okay. keep moisture I'm just away really from lazy. it. I go one step further, even post shower. I keep my shower cap on and do my makeup with my hair yeah. still in the shower wow. cap. Yeah. I look great. Yeah, yeah. I look so good. good. And then I go, <laughs> and it's like the and end of a makeover. <laughs> Where it just kind of falls out in a horrible block yeah. of grease. And then you put your glasses back on. <laughs> yeah. And go, <laughs> become a geek again. <laughs> yeah. Um, my tip is actually something, another thing from Anne the Champagne Lady. She told me this morning, which is something I didn't know was available. Cats, pull your clothes, right? Oh, I have a yeah. lot of tops that have been ruined from my cats when I, I hug them. I love them so much. I squeeze them to death and yeah. they want to get out. And they, <laughs> they kind of pull my clothes and pull threads through. You can get that fixed. The Regal Dry Cleaners, apparently, yeah. and Parnell, according to Anne the Champagne Lady. Um, they and sound I'm assuming, expensive. I'm assuming dry cleaners throughout the country. Um, 
can just get like a little crochet hook and can actually fix it for you and pull it back through your clothes. Oh. So if you've got cats and you're kind of dealing with the problems that I that I have. Like, would it have to be, like, well, I'm sure they charge for the service, so would it have to be a really expensive item of clothing? I mean, if it's something that, yeah, I bought at Glasson's mm. in, in the sale for $15, is it... If you're willing it. to pay for it, yeah. Like if it's a yeah, some of my most important clothes cost like ten dollars. That's know? true. That is true. That is true. It's just how it goes. Yeah, it's how much you love them, not how much you spend on them. Yeah, yeah. That's, so that's my tip. That's a motto um, to live by. One day, I really want to become like the kind of person who like goes to a dry cleaners. I am yet to do that. Yeah, but I've only really dry cleaned things that I've been forced to dry clean, like mm. a dress that I borrowed off someone else or whatever. Yeah, I, I never do yeah. it myself. I have a really nice dry cleaner because I use it for coats and jackets and stuff. And duvets, get my duvet dry cleaned. Wow. Yeah. And she's lovely. And we worked out that her cousin is my ex-husband's wife. And so um, from the Bay of Plenty, uh, same iwi. So she gives me a discount. Nice. Yeah, love her. That's real good. So Soraya in Birkenhead. Shout out, girl. Dry cleaners. Nice. Very nice. I want to talk about something that you actually wrote this month, Michelle. Yay! Um, About, well, Stop Saying Dumb Shit and Other Top Tips for All the Kevins (laughs) of the World by Michelle A. Court, published on the spin-off. Ah, thank you. That was a wonderful piece. Oh, yay. I was very angry and I I was busy, so I stayed angry (laughs) for days and then uh, just... Uh, at the end of a working day, sat down with a pot of green tea and got my anger out. Mm-hmm. That's good. Writing can be very lethargic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I was totally lethargic by that um, experience. So Kevin Roberts, can you explain who he is for people who might not know about this story, He's Michelle? He's a douchebag who cool. has worked in the advertising industry for years. In fact, he was brought to New Zealand and was head of Saatchi and Saatchi's here and then world CEO of Saatchi and Saatchi's um, and in charge of everything and uh, did a kind of got the impression he did an interview with an online business magazine without really engaging his brain at all and talked about how women just don't want, women aren't ambitious they lack vertical ambition which I still think is a name that he probably (laughs) uses to call his penis There's definitely an 80s theme song in there as well and that, yeah, women just, we, they get 10 years into their careers and they go, that's as far as I want to go. I'm not interested in being in charge or making decisions yeah. or leadership. Um, and I pointed out, no, Kevin, it's because they're fucking tired mm. of, of juggling yeah. home and work and the bullshit that they have to put up with. And leadership like always that. being defined by men and yeah. how men lead. Yeah. Mm. It's crazy as well that he had said like discrimin- gender discrimination was just made up. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. people do it that so they can get famous. Over. Yeah, don't look at the numbers. Don't look at the stats, Kevin. Just go off the vibes. People do it for self promotion. For really. applause. Women Is that make the word women you make use? it up. Yeah, for applause. That's a mental way of looking at it. Like, I it's hard to stand up for things that you believe in. You don't do it for applause. You mm. you do it because it's like the only thing you can do. That's only. <laughs> path left to you is actually like call something out it's a massive lack of logic too that um because women hold conferences and and organize groups and lobby for equal representation in management so then to turn around and say they don't want leadership is like what the fuck how does it 
computer like, oh, I've never been to one. I've never been invited. No. Why haven't you invited me? It's just for the ladies. Yeah. And it does very much Touch come it. down to that <laughs> to that definition of what leadership is mm. because, like you pointed out, you know, he's been enabled to work late and go away on business trips and devote all of this time mm. um, uninterrupted yeah. to just concentrate on being vertically <laughs> upward. Vertically erect. Um, <laughs> to become an upstanding... Um, advertising member um, and that's just not how women are able to live their lives especially mm. women who have um, you know demanding jobs and, and career aspirations yeah. and it's like I mean it's already been proven in business and small business and medium business that when you allow employees to work to their strengths and then and that includes like time periods and like mm. hours that suit them better yeah then, you know, everyone improves in leaps and bounds and, like, that leadership is there to be had. But just thinking that women have to do it the same way that you did it in order for that to be the definition of leadership is mental. Yeah. And I'm reading reading into this and I'm making assumptions, but could he have done... Could he be where he is today without a woman? Does he have a family? Does he have a wife? I believe, yeah, uh, family, wife and family. I don't know. I don't know heaps about his personal life, but... Um, you know, if he if he didn't have a wife and family, then that also explains how you get to be at the top, exactly, doesn't it? It's yeah. I, where the fuck are the workplace crashes? I've never understood. We were promised those when <laughs> there was a promise, <laughs> along with a jetpack, you know, and yeah. hover cars. Um, I'm pretty sure we were promised that when women <gasps> said we want to go to work, we want to have careers. Everybody said, okay, so to do that, someone's got to look after the kids. So you can, everybody can, mums and dads can bring their children to work and they'll get their preschool and after school education there before school and after school. Too hard basket. I mean, we've we've got jetpacks as well. Yeah. And we've got those glide board things. But not the the crash. Not the crashes. Just work on the important stuff first. Yeah. And childcare is hella expensive. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's, you know, you always pay more than half of your income to childcare, which is, you know, it it should be valued. But I don't know. We haven't organised. We still pretend. We've organised our economic system pretending that half the workforce doesn't give birth. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's right. It's very much just one half of the workforce having to adapt to how yeah. the other half has to do it. Yeah. Which we've done more than capably uh, to the point where most women I know that are trying to work full time and raise their families have burnt out completely at some yeah. point. Much earlier than, uh, you know, any of the guys I know yeah. who, like you pointed out in your piece, you know, tend to have heart attacks and die earlier than we do. <laughs> so they wait, <laughs> wait until right at the end to go, fuck, it's oh, too much. Ah. I'm done. <laughs> Um, I've just I've just brought up his bio just in case he tries to sue me or anything. Oh yeah, good. It doesn't mention that he's a family, so okay, well maybe. It's like, but also maybe that explains it. Maybe he's never met a woman. Yeah, <laughs> you know he just doesn't know what they're like. Yeah. So he was like ignorance plus, you know. Yeah, yeah. Just, he only meets these true. creative women at work, but actually doesn't realise that they have these whole busy lives that are quite demanding and yeah, doesn't full of what? other things that aren't just um, being. Mobile. What do you mean you have a house with other people in it? Yeah. What are you talking what? about? What? 
Um, yeah, so this happened in a week where there was a couple of other great things going on. The start of August was a real... It was really shit, wasn't it? It was a real bad time. So there was the Chiefs uh, stripper gate, as it's horrifically become known as. And I'm very, very disappointed that it's the Chiefs specifically. I'm not a huge fan of rugby but the Chiefs are a team that have conducted themselves very well in terms of embracing tikanga Māori as a training tool and mm. as a way of um, team morale building and team morale boosting which is something that I've always thought was a really cool initiative in sports and now this shit. Now we've done this so this was a was it what do they call it? Mad Monday or something? When they they go crazy at the end of a season or something like that. I or I think it's just after the game, don't they? Have that Sunday and Monday off training. All that I don't know what the fuck they I do, don't know. We but don't they know. go crazy and they they get a, a. So many aspects of the story just blew my mind. So she was this um, woman was asked to come, and not only was she stripping for them, but she was also their wait staff. She was also to hand around the food. That's part of the job. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And they just treated her appallingly, the way that you should never treat another human being. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's very disappointing all around. And, um, and the company, obviously, that she worked worked for didn't do any of the things that they should do to give her a decent work environment. No. Yeah. They fired her. Yeah, well, they took her off their website. I think she was a freelancer. But she should have had a minder Mm. that's apparently standard. Yeah. All right. Yeah, there's, you know, and wouldn't that make sense that if you're going into a group of uh, men and taking your clothes off, then you you should have someone on your team. There's Mm. just this thing. Okay, so then that... I don't mean to be rushing ahead, but then there was the, I can never say his name, the Kugelin case. Kugelin. Thank you. Um, There's this this kind of attitude that women, once they have sexually aroused a man by, you know, wearing something slightly more revealing than a burqa, (laughs) you cannot, they're a train, Men are like a train, and once it's on the track and yeah. it's worked up mm. a head of steam, you cannot expect it to stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's your fault. Yeah, you you put it in motion. Having, yeah, and it's never going to stop. And yeah, you, yeah, you can you can. They could die. They could die they, if you stop that train. <laughs> Their heart explodes. They have heart attack. Well, I do remember being told at school that if you were a cocktease, then and you didn't follow through. On, you know, if they had been aroused and you didn't follow through, their testicles would explode. <laughs> and wow, die. that is one up on blue balls, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like actual yeah. exploding, exploding testicles. Vertically ambition just left all by wow. itself with nothing around it. They just don't teach That's health amazing. class like they used to. No. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. Well, I thought the, the thing about this Chiefs thing as well, which was quite interesting, looking at the kind of public debate around on Facebook and stuff, which was awful, yeah. and I was really... Say it, mad. Yeah, because it's almost like it becomes one step worse. Because you're like, this isn't necessarily surprising that a rugby team, but you know, knowing rugby culture and bad things like that. But when you see the amount of people yeah, who are like, it's almost like the ex- it's an extremist test of people's tolerance for you know like sex workers and people at that, that yeah. kind of end of the spectrum. Not that she's a sex worker, but people just saying she deserved it. Yeah, like, what, what, what did she, what did she expect? expect? And it's like. This is a job, like any any other thing, and people find it so hard to divorce, yeah. you know, what, what that is from what happened to her. Yeah. Like, there's rules. Yeah. yeah. You get told the rules. If you break the rules, it's bad. 
Like, the same goes for any job that has rules, any role that has rules. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't go and stick your finger in the, like, pilot's ear while he's flying <laughs> a plane. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, what are you doing, Yeah. It was a really sexy year. Yeah. So there are th- things you're not allowed to do for a reason when people have a certain job. Yeah. Yeah. And people just don't. People just don't get it. And I don't. I don't know what it's going to take for people to get it, which is yeah. the other yeah. scary thing. Yeah. I'm I mean, trying- the thing is, if someone had just sort of reached out and touched her and been told, "No, you're not allowed to do that," it wouldn't be as as bad as it actually was. But at the what was actually revealed is that people were throwing shit at her throwing, she, and grabbing her, right? Throwing drinks over her throwing and drinks. grabbed at her. And That's so much worse than just, oh, I, I just lost myself in the dance for a second there and I reached out and touched this beautiful woman. That is, you've decided that you actually want to degrade this woman. That's exactly mm. right. That's a, that's a thing you've decided will give you pleasure. Yeah. Mm. Throwing things at a woman who's taking her clothes off for you is something that you've decided will make you feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is fucked. And that is not just like, what do you expect? Mm-hmm. Like that is not a reaction that is appropriate mm-hmm. in that, in that situation. And it's terrible that how many women were just like, what do you expect? She's a stripper. Exactly. And when ladies, what's come a, on, what's think about it. Margaret. Mm-hmm. Coma. Coma? In a coma. Of the, of the Waikato <laughs> Women's Refuge Board. No, that's so disappointing. Who came out and said... Um, and under uh, so much great work that they do. Yeah. Always being boys bullshit. And one question of, if a woman takes her clothes off and walks around in a group of men, what are we supposed to do if one of them tries to touch her? Well, what if she was a ballet dancer wearing a uh, flesh-coloured leotard mm. and dancing for a group of men. Does, are you supposed to storm the stage for ballet dancers and throw beer at them? It's, it's so insulting to men yeah. to say that they're yeah, this, this train that can't be stopped. And that's yeah. just the baseline of their behaviour. Yeah. Yeah. We shouldn't expect this anything is what men more. Do. Yeah, this they is what be, men do, right? Yeah. Oh, and, so, and then when we anybody suggests that maybe men don't behave well quite often, you're a man-hater. Well, I thought you told me. What were we supposed to expect? Yeah. I can't think of any jobs that men do that are the equivalent where they suddenly have no value. You know, women, prostitutes, mm. um, strippers. Uh, th- th- you are, As a human being, you've lost your value. And I don't know that – where is the male equivalent? I mean, male yeah. sex workers don't – I don't know. Well, I mean, look they, at, like, Magic Mike. Look yeah. at how that whole culture Revered. is, like, yeah, oh, Channing, so amazing. Cool. Yeah. It's just, like, fun, crazy. they got a sequel. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah. they just kind of just yeah. low key really good. Yeah, better than the first. Yeah, I better agree. Better than the first. Um, yeah, and then there was also Andrew Flexman of who was whoever the head honcho of the chiefs, who uh, questioned her standing in the community um, and her just right to talk about yeah. shit that's happened to <laughs> yeah. her. Really, yeah, and her honesty and her ability to describe the events that she was subjected yeah. to. Yeah. And and, it's when you hear the people who are in charge saying that that it's actually not surprising that people on Facebook are saying that because yeah. there's it's yeah. just coming from the top down and there's there's no wiggle room in that there's yeah. like, apart from her who was so brave to go and like speak out about this because I'm assuming that this is something that does that happens quite a lot yeah in these kinds of worlds. I'm surprised to find out that people still like celebrate with a stripper I am like, too I get I actually kind of understand more wanting to do it for a job because dancing sexy is fun mm. than I do 
Yeah. Actually hiring one. Hiring one. one. I think that's weird. I think being it's one so is, makes nah. more sense than watching one. Oh, mm. we're just going to hire a stripper. And, that and that's, you know, your, your disappointment. <laughs> your disappointment in, you know, the, the good work that they've done culturally within that club. Yeah. But so there's that. But on the other hand, it's real still, Māori men respect women, guys. It's still okay to have a strip around on Monday night. Yeah. So there's two messages they're being sent. Yeah, yeah, that's super weird. Oh, and that was that kind of rounded it off. Well, as well as the Kugelang case, which, as we know, Kugelang. resulted in a hung jury because they just couldn't decide if, if when no she said no, no, she actually oh, meant no. Sorry. Um. And it was just kind of this horrible bundle of shit on every yeah. level. Like you see it from, you know, corporate world, sport and the justice system. <laughs> like yeah. it get, doesn't get much worse than that. It's bloody holy trinity. We need some people to just making hard decisions with, mm. with bravery. Mm. Just courageous decision makers and, leader, and leaders yeah. who are just like, you know what? No fucking means no. She said no. Deal with it. Yeah. yeah. It'd be I, really I nice. wonder... Um, what the kind of conversation is like around consent at high school. Because when I think back to my own schooling and health, I went to an all girls school and I had nothing. I don't I had it's gonna hurt and you're gonna bleed and that's it. Yeah. And yeah. that was it. No, you know? we didn't back it was, in my day. And I wonder I, I really hope that's changed. If someone can let us know if anyone knows about what's going on in high schools now. Yeah, and guys as well. I'd like to know what guys how they talk. Because I uh I can't remember who I was talking to, but I mentioned, you know, we we should, you know, that old thing about we should be raising young men to ask for consent rather than teaching young women how to protect themselves from men. Mm. Um, and someone said, oh, well, we got taught about, you know, if a woman says yes or no at high school. And that was someone roughly my age, so they would have been at high school in the 90s. Mm. Um, but I would like to know more. I'd like to know more about what boys get taught. It's way more useful than any of the mechanical, the mechanics of sex stuff. Mm. There was a fantastic piece written by Emma Hart on public address uh, that I think was inspired by both the Kugeline Kugeline uh, and the and the the woman who went to work for the chiefs um with dead dude bros and it was mm. just angry and furious and had some really good swears in it and it's just yeah. it was like what the fuck kind of human being thinks that it's fun to um, treat women so badly and, and don't you understand that sex is really awesome when both people are into it yeah and, you know and at least both conscious and <laughs> do you have you never have you never impressed anybody with you know have you never made somebody writhe with pleasure because mm. it's a whole lot better than yeah sticking it where it's not wanted she didn't phrase it like anything like <laughs> yeah. that that was me it's true though <laughs> it's a good summary though <laughs> yeah so anyway we'll, hopefully we'll power through that that was the start of the month and things have died down at least for a while <laughs> um mansplain moments of the month have we got any oh i had a good work related one actually um someone who we sort of work with but is not involved in um, editorial in any way, um, asked me to help write a pitch for something. And he said, oh, you're probably a better writer than I am. And this is someone who is not a writer in any way, shape or form. And as a writer and editor, I thought, you know, yep, there's a chance I'm probably a better writer than you are. 
Um, but I didn't actually say anything, but my boss, God bless him, turned to this person and said, yeah, she's definitely a better writer than you were. <laughs> James. Yeah, Ooh, and James I thought that was yeah. I thought that was really great. And again, I mean, I like we do when it comes to everyday sexism. You, I, all I did was internalize the comment mm, and mm. go, huh. But then he actually responded to it in the way that I should have done, mm. which was really cool. Though it's kind of better if somebody is making your works place a safer environment. You know, yeah. you know stepping yeah. in and fighting. And who probably, if you had responded, you might have been called hysterical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whereas yeah, yeah. James would never be called hysterical. No, yeah, you're right. whiny, cool. hysterical, yeah, probably. Oh, it's a bit brash. Got your period. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, talking yourself up, tickets on yourself. What's oh, your You think you're such a great writer. <laughs> you do it for a living. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Like, it's a job that you can learn and get yeah. good at. Oh, hang on. <laughs> Fuck. That's amazing. I have one. I don't know if this is a mansplain. I'm going to talk when we did our talk together at Orcon IRL at Golden Dawn. Look it up on YouTube. It was a great event. IRL. I thought it was, it was really cool. And we spent time talking about, you know, things we've encountered, people not taking us seriously, listening to mm-hmm. us, undermining us because of, you know, because of being woman or young or whatever, and people discounting your opinions, commenting terrible things on all your posts, just generally having quite a good vent. <laughs> it was like this, basically. Yeah. It was this. It was good. But with Russell Brown. And um, I had to skip the final panel um, at the end. So I did a shout out on Twitter and I was like, I was kind of amped up because I thought we'd had quite a good discussion. And I was like, if anyone has anything else to ask me, here's my email. <clears throat> I got one email. <laughs> Someone asked me on a date. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't learn the voluntary snorts. <laughs> <laughs> ask me questions about my job. Do you want to go yeah. on a date? <laughs> Mm, it was amazing. Probably not. I really liked that bit in your talk where you talked about sometimes men don't take you seriously. <laughs> Should we go on a date? <laughs> to talk about it. It was just a perfect thing. Oh, I was just that's like, beautiful. It was amazing. Yeah, it was yeah. great. He said, please don't write about this. <laughs> You're not writing it. You're no, just, just saying. It. It. Just, just happens to be a microphone here. It's not yeah. my fault. Yeah. I just sat down. I don't know. Yeah. Is anybody recording this? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, he won't listen. He clearly has no idea what I'm about. Um, Michelle, anything from you? Well, see, now I don't know if this is to do with my gender, but I don't know that it happens to everybody else who does what I do. So, But what happens quite often when I turn up to do a gig, especially a corporate event, is that that's an annual thing, you know, the annual awards or their whatever hoo-ha. And um, the first things that everybody will say to me is um, we had... This dude last year, and he was awesome. You'll never be as good as that. Or maybe they don't say the last sentence. I have had that last sentence several times. What? But oh but they, they 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 go. We had this guy, and we he was so good. We got him back. We had him twice. Uh, so you know, you got a yeah. big job there, big yeah. shoes to fill there. And it's like that is the fucking worst thing to hear when you've turned up to work. <laughs> I don't know who yeah. else. Who else? Uh, maybe it happens to other people when you turn up to work. Yes, like, no, just the guy that we had aggressively was showing someone where the bar is. Mm. Yeah. Before they're about to do their job is yeah. is fucked. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Move. Yeah. Yeah, and it's you know it always works out and everything's always fine. And yeah. So, oh, you're because good. you're a bomb ass we MC. We didn't mm. think that you were going to be as good as the guy that used to be in all black. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> what? At fucking reading out names of winners? Did you not? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Turns out I can do that. Oh, that's great. I've had less concussion yeah. than yeah. them. 
But yeah, I don't know that I, I, I don't. I've asked the boys who do what I do, and I, I don't think it happens quite as often to them. But mm. Yeah, it is assumed that they'll be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 When you're a woman, it's just like you just got to fight a little bit harder to prove. Yes, and have the authority then, to control the room and that tone of surprise. Oh, you were oh, really good. You were actually really good. <laughs> and funny, and you whipped them into shape, and that was oh. Fuck me. <laughs> There's also the possibility that all these men look the same and they don't actually know they're getting a new man every year. That's true. <laughs> and then they're like, who's this? Yeah. <laughs> it was actually three different all blacks yeah. that no, no one yeah. noticed. Oh, it's they not wearing all... a suit. It yeah. must be a new one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, where should we go next? We've got a few more segments. Do we do our quick fire like book club watch clubs? Yes. Do we have things for these? Yes. I do. Get started. Um, I've been watching um, a new comedy series called Difficult People, um, which is stars two comedians, um, Billy Eisner and Julie Klausner. Julie Klausner. So it's based on both of these people's real lives, as all good comedies are. They're sort of misanthropic Jewish um, male and uh, gay male and female best friends. She writes reality TV recaps on the internet Whoa. for a living. Oh. Hello. <laughs> um, and he's just like an unfulfilled waiter. Um, and it's basically <laughs> them just going around hating the world and being incredibly funny and being quite deliberately unlikable and like so many comedies are today so the first couple of episodes were a little bit difficult going because I was like man you guys are cunts and I'm not sure <laughs> yeah. I want to keep watching this but the gags get so good that you have to keep watching and they have really good um celebrity cameos like oh, yeah. Martin Short was on one I watched last oh, night yay. um Mink Stoll who was from um John Waters um like collection of actors that he worked with a lot in the 70s um, yeah, and so that, it's really funny. It's, um, What's it called again? It's called Difficult People. Difficult People. So probably interesting for you because you write television mm. recaps and things and interesting for you because you're a comedian. Yeah, and a frustrated waiter. And a frustrated <laughs> yeah. waiter. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, so that's Oh, that really sounds good. good. Yeah. yeah. about you, Michelle? I, um, we've been watching The Night Of. I'm finding it too depressing, so I had to take a break from it. So, oh, and we watched The Tunnel, which I adore. That's the, the English-French version of the bridge. the bridge oh yeah so and it's funny so it's i funny had a take on yeah, it yeah tunnel, tunnel um and it's a second series and it's really good and i am madly in love with the french woman who um anyway but i just last night started watching marcella which is written by the swedish screenwriter who wrote the bridge so we just watched the tunnel, oh, which is the French well, English you version watch of fancy the TV. Mm. Uh, we're very sophisticated <laughs> at ours, mate. In my onesie with my cup of tea, um, and uh, so Anna Friel is the lead character, and she oh, is okay. a yeah, and her husband's just left her. Uh, uh, and she has thrown herself back into work because it looks like a serial killer that she couldn't find 11 years ago has turned up again. Dun, and, dun, dun. and she's wildly flawed and... Like, you know, every male detective has been allowed to be for the last 50 Forever, years. Yeah. Um, so she And she loses time. And she's a bit of a hot mess. And I love her. So, mm, yeah. Great. Yeah, so I watched three episodes of that and drank too much. And I might have to go back and watch the second two because I might have forgotten what happened. <laughs> I love that. I hate when they have yeah. Watch something all over again yeah. for have the first time. Have we missed an episode? <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, um, so Marcella, she's good. 
I would like to give a shout out. I can't remember if I talked about this. Maybe we've talked about it, Leonie, but the in the latest season of Bojack Horseman, yes. the abortion episode. Oh my god, amazing! It was like we haven't talked about this. I, no, I okay. don't know about the abortion episode. Do you know Bojack Horseman? No, so I don't it's know anything. It's, it's yeah. a Netflix but you show. You hit me at abortion. It's yeah. a Netflix show, which is kind of like genius. It's this animated show where it's in, it's in this kind of. LA world where half the animal, uh, half the characters are animals, <laughs> just just because, and half of them are people. And Bojack, who's voiced by Will Arnett, is um, kind of this washed up old sitcom actor. He's a horse. He's a horse. He's a washed up kind of sitcom actor who's just living this decadent life and kind of having all these issues and problems. And the show has been getting really crazy. And the latest season, I think, is amazing. There's also an episode which is completely uh, underwater. Or like so has no, no dialogue, yeah. yeah, and it's just really amazing. But this one about um, abortion. So there's this character in the show called Sixteen Aquafina, who's a dolphin pop star, and she um, Sextina. <laughs> Is it there's someone who's actually got a name really similar to that? Eh? Is uh, it Aquafina? Oh no, there's a rapper called Aquafina. That's right. She's hilarious. Actually, you should from. look her up. Um, and this, I, I'm just trying to remember the actual details of this episode. She basically um fakes having an abortion right to get publicity yeah. her social media manager gets distracted and instead of texting i'm having an abortion to her boyfriend she writes i'm having an abortion on twitter on, on, on this twitter. pop star's um twitter account um and then it turns out that all these celebrities like taylor swift are like supporting her decision to be to talk about it in public and yeah. so even though the pop star 16 at aquafina isn't actually having an abortion she decides to pretend that she is having an abortion and then they're gonna, they're gonna show it live on air and then yeah. she does the most amazing pop song about not just having an abortion it, it turns into not being about supporting women and their rights to choose but the song is actually about how much she hates babies and they should die yeah <laughs> it's called get, get that fetus kill that fetus is what the song's called and it's just like so good. it's so dark and so blunt and i was just like i have never seen anything like this before yeah. this is really amazing it's easily one of the most offensive things i've ever seen on tv it's great it's yeah fabulous yeah so i just highly recommend how that. many episodes in do i have to wait to have if i start well, it's the third series. Yeah. Oh, my God. But it's a lot so of effort. good. Watch it. Watch okay. it all. It's really great. I mean, if nothing else, just the uh, amazing mix of sort of vanity and self-loathing that Bojack yeah. Yeah. has for himself. And they're just really great skewering of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. It's really amazing. And then there's just also lots of really great... Um, uh, little, um, what do you call them? With the things in the background that you don't notice. Oh, like visual puns. Yeah, um, like animal puns yeah, on right. like Everywhere. stuff that's in real life. I really like those. Yeah, it's layered. Yeah, you can watch it many times. It you can layered. watch it and just watch the background. Yeah, I reckon, and still have a great totally. time. Yeah, and also I fell asleep in so many of them. I can actually watch all of them probably <laughs> like it's the first time again. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, I never saw this. Yeah, <laughs> this is the good thing about watching TV when you're a, a bit tired or drunk. Because you can just enjoy it again. It's amazing. Yeah. Keeps giving. I just never remember what I've watched. So I watched Signs the other day. I've not, I know I've seen it, but I was still like, <gasps> when the alien came. Like, you know, it was just. A... Spoiler, I've never seen it. <laughs> I'm sorry, <Go> everybody. <laughs> I'm sorry, M. Night. Um... <laughs> Shamalama Lamahan. <laughs> Before we wrap up, we promised we'd talk about Wonder Woman um, last time we forgot. Wonder Woman. And I think it's especially timely now after seeing the. Hot mess, disaster, hell zone that was Suicide Squad, oh, which seemed to just be Margot Robbie's butt 
for two and a half hours and really gratuitous shots of her boobs and taking her clothes off and just being like a sexy baby. And it t- apparently it's turned <laughs> into uh, whether shorts Photoshop to be smaller or more oh, really? covering. Yeah, they, whether, yes, they don't know what the real thing and, and her comment was, I don't know, when I was wearing them they felt really tiny so yeah. I can't imagine that they made them even smaller. Mm. The shocking thing about this is when I was like Googling it just to see um, what, what had been written out there about it, I just got a million things of, here's how to get Margot Robbie's butt. Here are the workouts wow. you need to do on like yeah, Cosmo yeah, and all this. It. And I was like, ah, I don't want to. I'm not trying I'm to so review your butt. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> I didn't see it yet um, just because it came out at a time where I had deadlines coming out of my brain. Mm-hmm. Um but I yet to meet a single person that enjoyed it, which is a shame. Yeah. I would have thought there'd be at least sort of a couple of dissenting voices who were like, "Fuck what everyone else is saying. It's actually really good for this reason or this reason." But I've not, I haven't heard one of those voices yet. Could be the filmmaker yelling loudly at. <laughs> You're all wrong. Yeah, this movie's Fuck actually Marvel. <laughs> yeah, um, no, it was very bad, and I just thought, you know, when you see the way that women get framed in those movies. I'm mm. like, shit, bring us Wonder Woman. And yeah, soon. Yeah. Like, yeah, quickly. <laughs> During the second next year, do we have to wait that long for Wonder Woman? Yeah, I think so. Damn, really? Yeah, oh. I was disappointed with that I have to wait that long. But they might just keep, they might do some more trailers. Yeah. yeah hopefully. We can keep hopefully. watching the we'll trailers. We'll get a steady diet of them after they release the first one, really. True. Usually happen. Yeah. There's that amazing moment in the trailer, which maybe we could play in a, in a, fancy post-production way yeah um where they say what is it that he says um i can't remember i've forgotten <laughs> oh, it's a really powerful um, moment though honestly yeah. it stayed with me she he says i won't let you do that and she says what i do is not up to you i don't do shit for the because other people tell me i can or she so says like that. That. exactly that yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it's just a real f you moment yeah and i think more of those, the better. She I, looks like she's genuinely real good at fighting as she well. She does, eh? Yeah. Which I always appreciate. It's really sucky when you can tell it's like the stunt person with the wig doing the, <laughs> yeah. the cool punch. Like, I get you need stunt people to, like, flip off buildings and stuff. Yeah, do the really the stuff that might reasons. ruin the chances that the film's going to get finished. But it's really (laughs) obvious when someone can't throw a punch and then you cut away to a scene where they're doing all this amazing, like, kung fu. And it's like, just at the very least, just train until you can, like, really, really do at least one fight choreography sequence yourself really well. Yeah. And, like, punch someone so it looks fucking realistic and cool. This is off off topic, sort of. (laughs) The best punch I ever saw <laughs> a woman deliver was in the first Fast and the Furious film okay. and Michelle Rodriguez falls a guy with one punch and it is one of the most impressive roundhouse punches I've ever seen amazing it was one of my highlights Yay. of Fast and the Furious actually it's such a great punch I would like to observe that she is Wonder Woman is wearing um wedges so her yes. boots have heels but it's a wedge <laughs> because you can Practical. run on those comfiest and I have my I have my Wonder Woman um, figurine already. I got it in Australia at Movie World, so I'm, I'm, I'm oh, so totally ready for it. Preemptive ready figurine. Yeah. yeah. Did you have a um, an old Wonder Woman? As I well? do. I do. Yeah. I got it. I mean, yeah, I've got it. I'll I'll put photos of the old one and the new one up on our page. Cool. Yeah. The the old one's got a little wheel in the back of a head that you spin that, and the and the lasso of truth. It spins around. It's amazing. It is just extraordinary. Does it still work? Yep. Uh, yeah. Mostly because I didn't know it did that. 
<laughs> yeah, you only discovered. Yeah, okay, my granddaughter was playing with it, and suddenly the lasso was spinning. I'm going, how'd you do that? Oh, there's a wheel on the back of the head. That's amazing. Yeah. Hey. Yes. Do we? We've kind of done our yes queens throughout this. Yeah. Do we have anyone else you want to give a shout out to? I've got someone else. Um, uh, I'm good with my Emma Hart and her dear dude bros on public address. That was a lovely piece of vitriol. <laughs> I just want to do a Yas Queen for all the female Olympic athletes. I feel like it's hard to do what they do. And then an adjacent Yas Queen to New Zealand's female athletes, because as Madeline Chapman, Chapman from the spinoff.co.nz pointed out in a piece that she wrote the other week, um, we're seeing the results of more female athletes being funded, i.e. Mm. we won more medals, and that's how you win more medals, is by actually funding women to do the sports that they're good at and then go off into the world and represent us at those sports. It's like, oh, surprise. That's actually how you win medals, which makes everyone feel good about themselves. So fund more female athletes. That's great. Um, I have... I have a couple. There's so many. There's so many Yas Queens, which I think is always a good sign. Yes. I wanted to just give a shout-out to Michelle for doing a great (laughs) job at a fundraiser that I went to for the Women's Centre. That's Um, right. I thought it could be a good opportunity to shout-out them as well because they've just had all their money slashed. Yeah, thirty thousand dollars a year short now. That's a, they have for years got thirty thousand dollars to run the Auckland Women's Centre, which does great things for um, women who are going through separation, women who want abortions, women who want training, need help with childcare, all of that kind of stuff. They're mm. just a, it's kind of a they're an advocacy service. So you can turn up there and go, here is my problem and they will go, We know the social agencies that will help you mm. um, as well as providing stuff actually at their place as well. So yeah, that was a really nice fundraiser. We made, I don't know, five grand or something that night. Incredible. So there's a start. Yeah, it was also the first awesome. time and maybe the only time in my life that I'm going to see a lineup of all female comedians. Yeah. Absolutely killing it. It yeah. was just amazing. It felt really cool. The other thing I liked about it is because there was only like two men in the whole of the classic. It was all sold <laughs> out. Um, I used the men's toilet. I just oh, went on, yeah. went right on in there and went, who cares? It was crazy. Yeah. It was good. Wow. Um, yeah, so that's my Yas Queen. I also like to just give a shout out. We haven't really gone too international this time, but Alicia Keys has stopped wearing makeup completely. Yeah. And all her public appearances. And we're absolutely sure that's true, are we? Because um, her skin is so beautiful. It's, I know, I'm like, damn it. <laughs> it's so hard to believe that there's not yeah. a little bit on there. Well, but I, I want to believe like her because cream. I love her. <laughs> But it's so luminescent. I guess she just has, like, really great expensive moisturisers instead of makeup. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe it's just three hours of the makeup that doesn't look like it's there. I know, but that wouldn't be, like, the truth. It wouldn't be the truth. I mean, no. We'd like her to go on The Voice and run a makeup wipe (laughs) over her face on an HD camera and hold it up. No, I mean, she looks amazing. We believe you, Queen. She looks amazing. She does look amazing. It's really nice because if if people do that thing, then we get to choose something in the middle. You know, it means your own choices are increased. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, somewhere in between completely painted and completely not painted. So, yeah, and that's what it's all about, isn't it? Exactly. I don't want to leave the house without, no, do I? I go to the supermarket all the time. I don't give a shit. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, despite being sceptical about her skin, I still do really <laughs> like... <laughs> I do really like, though, that, you know, there's definitely no eye makeup on, so she's got the beady little I'm not wearing any makeup 
eyes. I haven't like done any tricks to make my eyes look bigger. And I look at her eyes and I'm like, oh yeah, that's what real eyes look like. Mm, We're yeah. so used to Amazing. sticking things on, I then painting you. around yeah. it, and then maybe putting some white stuff on so that the white eyeball bit looks bigger. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, well, actually, eyes just look like eyes. Yeah. And it's really refreshing yeah. to see someone's eyeballs just look like regular eyeballs. <laughs> Do you have whole days where you, I just, I'm having it a lot at the moment where I just feel like suddenly I cannot put makeup on? Yes. Yeah. Like, it's I, most days it for just, me. I, everything I do goes wrong. You just, I'm just <laughs> constantly going, I don't know how to do it anymore. It's all bad. I've been getting lots of um, mascara along, you know, when yeah, it yeah, comes yeah, out I get along that. the yeah, eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm just, I find myself hyper allergic to like a lot of makeup since I've stopped wearing it as much now that I put it back oh, on. Yeah, that's I'm like, oh, well, it's me crying and red eyed for the yeah. whole day. Beautiful. Yeah, I have <laughs> that same problem with mascaras, actually. I wouldn't mind some recommendation of mascaras that don't get all sort of crumbly and yeah. stuck in my eyeballs. And ones where you don't need like a pickaxe to get it off because. <laughs> Benefit there, real? Cannot, cannot. Really? It comes off with, because that's what I use. Yeah. Uh, but it comes off, Mac Jeff. does their, yeah, <laughs> and sandpaper and Good. a knife. You need a knife. <laughs> and I just put the, you put the breadboard <laughs> underneath your eyelashes and then take the knife and scrape gently along the lash. Um, Mac's oil makeup remover, I find, oh, yeah. just oh, dissolves it. Yeah. You, you just, you have to give your face a 30 seconds worth of massage but it all comes <laughs> off there you go just the worst is getting the wings when you're trying to do it anyway so that's a whole other oh podcast. i know i can't do it i can't I do that i once decided to do a, a liquid winged eyeliner to wear it to work every single day for a month yeah because i figured at the end of that month you know I would how be to do it so fucking good at it yeah. i could just do it whenever i want and at the end of that month, I was still just like wonky as one <laughs> you, big you, one. You get one, one that's really good, one. right? And yeah. you cannot match it up. I I can't master it. Uh, I, I can't. I don't I don't know. Know. Do you sellotape? That's so what the beauty bloggers do. Get the yeah. tape, put sellotape along the eye. But then I'm like, I, oh, goodbye, oh, skin. When you peel that off, not this face. Sellotape. Because then you're meant to just sort of touch up whatever foundation you ripped off and skin. <laughs> And then all I end up doing is just wiping foundation <laughs> over the perfect wing that I just drew on. Fuck! It's hell. That's it. You just use Snapchat filters and yes. don't look at anyone yes. ever again. There's a really good filter called Everyday 365. It just gives you a full face of makeup without you having to do anything. Oh, yeah. a, a thousand different options of a full face of makeup too. Gets rid of all the lines. I feel like it's there great. should be somebody who can make a. Uh, what do you call that? Like a, a template, a thing that you can put on your face, like a makeup gun. Yeah, well, yeah. You can just shoot yourself yeah. in the face. Yeah, and it's it. and it all. Like it's got, yeah, yeah. A stencil, a stencil. <laughs> there are all sorts of hilarious makeup. Stencils. But you'd have to have it made for <laughs> your own face. Yeah. But that would be an investment. I'd be willing yeah. to. Anyway, I'm yeah. going to stop talking. Should we wrap it up on that great note? On that inventive <laughs> note. Do it. <laughs> If any, uh, if anyone wants to back oh, the we're makeup not real stencil, feminists. we talk about makeup. Oh no! Oh, Someone's going to have a go at us um, about it. I think we're allowed to reclaim all the things that women have been dissed for. That mm, mm. yeah, fantastic interview you did with the woman from Busted. Busted. Oh yes, Busted. that was great. Oh, That's yeah. a must read. It's really good. Oh, thank you. She's yeah. incredible. So yeah, she um, we're she was all to... about reclaiming. Yeah, we can love makeup and knitting and knitting. Oh, celebrities. Yeah. I really enjoy her take on celebrities as well, being like. You know, part of it is that it's the traditionally female pursuit is like gossip and mm. reality TV and stuff. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it's we cool. It. It's what we like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
If you do want to have a go at us, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> just jump on the hashtag OTRPod on Twitter and Facebook. We have a page, which um, I'm trying to get good at. Leonie's been doing a lot of the heavy lifting, to be honest, <laughs> doing a lot of the posting. But we'll try and get like all these stories that we talk about and things yeah. up. And just, you know, if there's anything you want to tell us, anything you'd appreciate. Yeah, share links doing. Yeah, because we will talk about them. Um, and we appreciate your feedback because we are going to try and do this more and more. And if you would like that, do let us know and give us stars on iTunes and give us everything. Yeah. Give us all your money. And send us baked goods. Yeah. And Prosecco. Yeah. <laughs> Just small demands. We'll chill it ourselves. I don't, you know, don't have to see yeah, it. Yeah. Pop chills. it next to the, um, the jumper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this room in my freezer now. <laughs> my clothes out of it. <laughs> all right. Thank you very much for listening. Um, we'll hopefully be back next month. Woohoo. See you next time. Kia ora e te iwi, te ai he butler here, podcast manager at The Spin-Off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spin-Off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.